Freeze them out. <laughs> All right. What's up, Doobie Brothers Nation? This is AJ. This is Luke. We're here from Fredericksburg, Virginia. We're recording um, right after the Sporting Kansas City game. It, uh, dead air. It probably explains. <laughs> <laughs> probably explains how you're feeling, how we're feeling. Um, yeah, it wasn't great. Gosh. It, yeah, I mean, what a disappointing afternoon we had. Yeah, it started off like terrible. Almost got better. And then it got worse. And in all in all worse, fairness, I felt like we we were playing decently, and I feel like the the game kind of got away from us uh, with a against the run of play, stupid freaking PK. Yeah, and and it, I mean it was kind of weak. I mean I get I get the call, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like honestly, if if it was anyone other than Busio, who like a grown man, he wouldn't have gone down. As easily, I, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking when I was sixteen compared to wh- how like, I Dress am now. Is not old, but he he pushed him hard. And like if that was like a, I wonder if they would have gone down. At least yeah. Sanchez, yeah. Like I feel like he would have, like, he would have gotten moved, but he wouldn't have fell like that. And it would have been it. W- it just would have been just a regular run of play kind of thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know. It's a shame. I mean, I, I kind of had faith that Blake would stop it, but it was it was a well taken PK. He almost got it. Like he guessed right. He, I think he got a fingertip. Yeah, it was a good take. Yeah. Better than our take, at least. Um, and it went in the goal. That's all that really matters. And then uh, our our PK. I mean, I I had a feeling. I was, I was so uh, you know at least VAR got that PK decision right. Ours. Ours. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. I, I, I mean, it was pretty obvious. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a hard one. It was no. funny seeing the, uh, the Kansas City players argue that. <laughs> Kansas City player was like, oh, yeah, his hand's down. It was the total opposite. Yeah, and so at least they got that right. But I, as soon as he hit, I mean, I was so nervous when he was taking it. I had a feeling he was going to miss it. Yeah, it, it, I think that's just the, the the feeling of being a Union fan. Like, oh, we're not going to take score off two pick, PKs in a row. And right after we just gave up a PK. It's not that easy for us. It never is. Yeah, that was a. That's just how we always feel. Yeah, and it's a, it's a shame. Fabian, he kind of had a rough, rough go of it, and I don't think it was really his fault. I mean, I mean, a PK got saved. That's, that's yeah. that sucks. I mean, but he chose a side. He kicked it hard, and Amelia made a good save. Yeah, but it, then could have been better. But yeah, and and I still think the Union are still trying to figure out how to use him the best. I think he's still uh, right is is our most talented player, but I don't think we're using him enough. And yeah. then. We couldn't use him for much of the second half because of gravity. Yeah, it was that was this really not the movie. Didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a really rough call. Let's get back to the movie Gravity. <laughs> Sandra Bullock. No, I'm just kidding. I haven't seen it either. Um, yeah, that, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, we've. Like, I feel like if you've played, you've tried to do that little flick over a sliding player, and then. What happens after you jump over them is you have to put Land. your feet down, and, and, he, and he and he pulled off like he he didn't stomp down. He pulled off and he he landed on it, but then he realized that and he pulled off and he didn't. So he didn't follow through onto the guy. It it really it was really I don't know. It's really stupid. And I really can't believe that they went to VAR and they they confirmed it. I, th- I thought right. that the VAR might actually say okay, there wasn't a foul. Let's do a drop ball and play on from here. But yeah. I mean, gave it a red. That's that was rough. Yeah, I'm hoping hoping that one gets uh, appealed and overturned by MLS. Like, yeah, I feel like there's a good chance. That was I don't know. Yeah, it's just a, a rough call. 
So that was a rough afternoon. Um, probably the worst part about him getting a red and missing the PK is for our fantasy teams. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're in the fantasy game, you know you know what we're talking about. It's really you got us both a whopping negative two, two points. Yeah, thank goodness he wasn't our captain because yeah. I doubled to a negative four. But I mean, also it would have tied the game and made us gave us a real good chance to get points out of that game. Uh, that's true. I mean, we still had some chances. That might be a little more important. It might be. It might be. Um, yeah, I felt like I felt like overall we we had a decent game. I felt like we played okay. Um, I felt like we we created some good chances. Had had a couple headers that one just w- went just wide from Elliot. One went um, just to the right of Melia. He made the save. Yeah, there was a good fl- uh, that shot from Fabian that flicked off from Craval early in the game, and and he just. Hit an open shot, but he just whipped it pretty far to the right. Yeah, so so I do think our I think Ben Bear puts out the expected goals. Is that right? Mm, that sounds right. Yeah, um, or just animals in general. Yeah, I feel like ours is not going to be that far off from. Yeah, we had Kansas a lot City's. of lot of sal- solid chances. It was it was a weird game. Like they, it felt like we had a good chance. So we we were like trying to build momentum, and then they would just kill that momentum by just holding possession. I, I feel like mainly. That happened in the second half, but uh, in the first half too, it just felt like anytime we kind of built up something and built up that kind of momentum, they would just kill it off, but just by holding the ball. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, they're just a really good team. Again, I felt like the press was working better in the first half. I thought I thought we were yep. able to get get some cool steals, get some uh, interceptions, particularly from Melia. He played a couple balls out of the back. I can remember that were, were intercepted, so that was pretty good yeah. to see that working. It's still still a work in progress. Yeah, the press in general looked better than last last game, so that's that's a s- small takeaway. That's that's a positive takeaway for for this game. That I feel like it, it just is going to keep progressing, and that's a system that we're still learning, and it, it's it's slowly getting there. It seems like. So, I I, I feel like for next week. Since we don't have Fabian, who do you think is going to be the best player to fill in to continue the growth with the press and create I, some playmaking abilities? I mean, I, it's got to be Aronson, right? Yeah, just 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 because like Osino is a great on the ball, but he can't play that pressing style. The only other guy would be I don't know Bedoya maybe or Fontana, who both would be fine as far as pressing goes, but. That offensive ability isn't really there. Yeah, right now, so it's kind of a bummer. So right now we're watching the Bethlehem Steel. They're just going to halftime. But uh, Aronson was with the Union, so he's not on this field right now. Uh, Fontana's been pretty active. But, yeah, hopefully, I, I mean, I think it'd be great if Aronson got the start. Although, I mean, I'm kind of torn. I want Fabian to get his red card overturned so he can yeah, play next that, week. Yeah, that's definitely more ideal because it'd, be, it'd be a tough tough first start for a 18 year old to go into yeah. Atlanta after maybe getting just either they're, they're going to get be pissed off after getting out of CCL or the crazy momentum of possibly coming back from that CCL. Mm-hmm. Draw. So are they at home this week for yeah. CCL? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But they're down. What was it? Three goals. Oh yeah. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it was three zero. Yeah. Right now they're up one Oh on Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, it'd be great to see Fontana. I mean, or uh, Aronson. Yeah, that yeah, that'd be great. That'd be really cool to see. But I still want Fabian to get in so we can yeah, get. More. It's a better chance of uh, getting a result out of that game. Yeah, we want him to be our guy. Our guy. Yeah, and to get more acclimated playing with Bedoya and whoever, mm-hmm. whoever else is around him. 
Yeah. So what did you think of Kerval getting into this lineup? Yeah, I thought I thought it was actually I'm not not the hugest Kerval fan, but I thought he was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um kind of quiet, which is fine. No right. no huge mistakes. Yeah. He had a little bit of offensive action going forward. Um I think he helped hide Madunian. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think Madunian actually, like, I, maybe it was just because of Corral, but I feel like Madunian defensively was in the right position. You know, he, he kind of didn't get sucked up too far and watch players run by him. He, uh, I don't know, was in, in the right spot. And maybe, maybe that was just uh, Jones covering, or sorry, not Jones, Corral uh, covering, you know, other runners, and he, he kind of had an easier pickup to, to, to follow, but... I don't know. I feel like it was it was a better better midfield to to keep up with defensively. Yeah. Again, I don't think I don't think we we're beat through the midfield. I think. Yeah. I mean, our, the goals that we gave up were a weak PK decision and uh, an own goal. Yeah. As much as from. it sucked, that's lo- losing a game off a PK and an own goal. That's that's more just bad luck. You know. Yeah. We. I don't know. We didn't. We weren't better than Kansas City this this game, but we definitely weren't. We weren't blown away by worth. them. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, we kept up with them. They're a really good team. They're a team that I, I feel like are going to be one of the best teams in the league this year. It, definitely the best, one of the best teams in the West. But I don't know. Yeah, we definitely kept up. We had chances. We just like as, same with the first game. We just couldn't convert our chances and gave up a couple mistakes, and that's that's what that's what caused the the loss. Mm-hmm. We did get to see Derek Jones. What'd you think? Yeah, I, I mean, he didn't do too much. It was a small cameo, but and the game was kind of. Well, did he come in after the second goal? Uh, I can't, I can't remember. remember but, but, yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, he, I mean, he didn't do too much. He was. It's it's good that he got into the game. He definitely um, was good on the ball. I saw him a couple times with the ball, and he yeah. he showed he's got the ability and the skill to. I mean, and he's kind of calm. Um, yeah. Make a move around a defender, try to find a pass. Yeah. Well, I feel like he was a little slow getting it off his foot, which I think he could. I feel like that's definitely on. something that he needs to work on. Being mm-hmm. kind of slower on the ball, yeah. Just and then like uh, decision making. El Senior looked classic El Senior. Yeah, he was kind of moving around, kind San- of getting around, getting the San- ball on his foot. Yeah. You were mentioning that he he doesn't run as much as a striker. I don't know if that was because being down a man, he wanted to. He had to be more conservative. What do you, what do you what do you, what do you think about? That? Okay, so here here is I told I kind of hinted to you that I was going to give you a hot take on Santos. Uh-huh. I. I totally understand him not starting because I am very, I'm not impressed yet. I, I don't think, I don't think he's shown enough to be on the field from the beginning of the game. I, I saw him. I know, I know maybe he's got great highlights and stuff from playing down South, but uh, I, I saw him walking around. He's a big, Oh man. He looked, he looked like a big dude today, but he just yeah, walked. I just saw him walking, yeah. walking so much. And, and I would almost prefer to see Presbelko hmm. come in than him at this point because I, I mean I didn't see you come in on you come in as a sub in the second half. You're down a goal because he came in and we were just down a goal. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. And and you should be, I, in my opinion, you've got say twenty twenty five minutes to run. You better be running. And and his he's known for his speed. So just run. You you don't have the whole game to save your energy for you got to run so fast that you just gotta go and you only got 25 minutes of impress you're not starting right now so what are you doing just standing there walking and i i saw him walking more than he was running so in my opinion i i don't 
I mean, I'd prefer to see in the com or Prisbelco try to prove that they deserve to be starting because I didn't see any firefight or uh, urgency from a player. That's fair. One thing I would say, I it was a small glimpse, but I did see when he got the ball, it was like 20 yards inside our own half. He, he turned on a player and ran up the field, ran, took about a 40 to 50-yard run on the ball, like dribbling, and I feel like that kind of play is a play that Burke or Fafa don't have the ability to do. They don't. They, they just can't dribble on the ball. They don't have the control, the ball control that I saw that Santos has, and that's something that we could really use. I, I, I understand, but yeah, and, and I know that was a small glimpse, but mm-hmm. that's something that I saw and I was like, okay, that's something that we don't we don't really have right now. Yeah, totally get that. Um, then if you can run and beat defenders like you're saying he does, I, I feel like. He should have been more urgent to get the ball in his foot. I just didn't see him even trying. And I, I was just like, really like, yeah, all I, right, this guy's out here. Like, what is he bringing that a David Akam's not bringing? I feel like uh, last week when Akam came in, I saw him tracking back, fighting back, went in the ball, drew a flat, uh, foul in our defensive end. And so my opinion, I would drop Santos down to Bethlehem for, for a week to get him to be like, oh, crap, I need to actually work hard on, on the field. And... I don't know, bring up Prisbelko or a com. I, I'm, I, I just don't, I, I, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I don't know. It is a small sample size that we have for him though. I don't know. I, I still would give him a, give him more of a shot. The dropping down is to steal, but yeah, I don't know. I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I say I, my opinion, drop down steal. If he's that good, he's going to score a couple goals, show what he's worth. And then, Bring him back the next week, and I, I just I I'm, I mean he's definitely not going to get dropped on this deal just because of his being that he's a TAM player player one of the second biggest signing we've had this year actually, but I don't know. Well, that's why I don't run the team. Yeah, that is why. <laughs> <laughs> that, is that, that, and that that's the sole reason why. Yeah. Otherwise, I would be. Um, it, so just curious, um, the steel lineup is Prisbilko starting? Yeah, he was starting on uh, it was. One of the uh, top two, like, yeah, two strikers, strikers up there with mm-hmm. the I think it was Saya Diaz. Okay, uh, it's like a he's a Panamanian striker. He's like a U twenty guy. All right, cool. So we, yeah. so I just want to make sure they were getting time. So yeah, he's there. Grant Word. I don't know what. Did you see anything about where Akam was this this week? No, no. I mean, I assumed he wasn't. Not, I assumed he was not with Steel. I, I guess. Yeah, he no, he definitely was Steel, but maybe he got, if he was injured or just got dropped off the nope. lineup. Didn't see. Didn't okay. See. Well, then I guess that if there was an injury, I'm sure we'd have saw then. Yeah. So that's that's it. Concerning. Yeah. So another game. Uh, so we're two games in. I, I was on a walk this this afternoon, and I was just like, man, it's so cool that this is the union season has started. And uh, I was just kind of like, we had so long without the union. Now these games actually count. Yeah. But it'd be cooler if we had some goals. And then, and then I, yeah, and then the game happened. I was like, oh crap, this is for real. This yeah. this is really the season. It's not preseason anymore. This, yeah, this sucks. Is, it's tough. The yeah. ref, the refs suck. Yeah, refs suck. But I mean, the refs didn't lose a game each game. Like it, that it, it certainly didn't help. But it, it wasn't on the refs for us. I don't know. We. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always told players, until you can play the perfect game, you can't expect a ref to have a perfect game. Yeah. And so I never can blame a ref, but the refs haven't been, I mean, there's some calls. I'm just like, holy smokes, this is bad. And that doesn't help that we're watching on ESPN plus and they've got the Kansas city announcers. Yeah. Why didn't we get JP? 
It's so frustrating. So in Virginia, we didn't get JP Dell camera. Yes. Any any game that JP Dell camera is calling, if that's an option, why doesn't ESPN right default to that? Yeah. And and why is there not an option for ESPN Plus or any any streaming service to click which uh, um, announcing you want? Because yeah. I mean, obviously they're both provided. You can listen. I mean, you can have whoever you want. But right. why is it that? And it's so inconsistent because sometimes they have the away broadcast or something. They have their home broadcasters. They don't have really a system. It seems like it's right. Just, it would make sense if it was random. always the away one because usually the home broadcast would be broadcast live or people would be there. Yeah. And so people are streaming probably the ones from the away team, but to have the home broadcast people announcing doesn't really make sense. And they weren't good. They weren't good. The one thing, Kansas City has such a great organization. They have a great brand, great fan base, and everything's about like the stadium is awesome. Yeah, we were were talking about how we're pretty, not great, Mm -hmm. super biased and not a lot of great analysis. Kind of just, Talking, just I, I mean, it was just background noise. I, I didn't yeah. really listen to what they were saying, and they weren't they weren't kind of giving me anything that was worthwhile to listen to. Yeah, um, the one guy had a really bad haircut. You noticed during oh, halftime, was really oh, bad, bad haircut. <laughs> and so that's the most important thing from this podcast. If you don't get anything else, yeah. Kansas City announcers have terrible haircuts. Terrible haircuts. But yeah, so ESPN. Let's get on that. Let's let's. Put a little button, just a, a little button. I feel like I've seen broadcast. that for like college football games. They've have they have like so many options, but for some reason they don't allow they don't have that yeah. for the rest of their games. I mean, but you can. I mean, ESPN will give you four different channels for a college bowl game, which is their yeah. their regular channel. The say Alabama, yeah, team the Georgia uh, stream, and then the or like that stupid. Skycam, Skycam stream, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, all that four different channels. Stuff. Just and give then, us, uh, give us two options for soccer games. Yeah, you have them. You have the rights to them because you go back and forth. I don't know, but let's let's keep keep it going. No, let's go. Let's stay here. <laughs> let's stay. Deep no, dive. okay. Deep dive into <laughs> ESPN broadcast. Um. So the first steel game was is today. Um. Are we, so uh, before we move on, okay, so okay, are okay. we? Are we done with the Union game? Let's let's hold off on the steal until... How much... Yeah, what else do you want to say? So, I saw... <laughs> um, there was... Compared to last game, we didn't play that, that Fafa long ball that, I, that we really relied on the first game. And I, I'm not really sure what the, the reason was. Did you do you like that? Do you not like that? Do you want us to play the long ball? I, I I didn't like the long ball in the first half. But let's, we didn't let's really say, have much more offense in the second in the second game. So instead of saying long ball, what if we? Because I feel like long ball is kind of a negative connotation. But that's but, what it was. Like but it was another a, another another way to say it is more direct play. <laughs> Isn't that kind of like? A, I guess yeah. I, I don't know. It's, are we playing more I direct? Like direct play is a little more. There are more options than just a long ball. Okay. Is that not true? I don't, I don't, I don't know what's true anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen I've seen VAR <laughs> screw us over too many times to know what's true anymore. Fair. Um, yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Though. Yeah, there's definitely a little less long ball I feel like or Brent direct was play. More involved in the buildup, which I think that's a good thing compared to last game. I think it was. I mean, we got chances off of it. I don't know. We're still. I think it's just we're still figuring it out. Like, what's 
the way to go to get mm-hmm. get goals. I don't know. There's just I definitely saw some build up through the middle, which was cool. Yeah. Um, I know we we have the middle stacked with these um, international caliber players, and so so it makes sense to try to build through the middle and attack that way. Uh, Wagner Wagner I thought looked real good going up the left side. Gaddis looked really. And um, Gaddis like Gaddis like uh, he had a couple of good defensive stops, but on the ball he's yeah, yeah terrifying. Just he gets on the ball, looks up, looks up, and I don't know what he's looking at, but it's, he doesn't see Union players. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta tell him what jersey we're wearing. <laughs> um, but and, and I kind of felt bad because the PK negated his best play of the game. I thought yeah, he, he came back, he stop. saved. It was a, a saved a breakaway kind of. Yeah, and yeah, he he stopped it cold, and then Trusty had it. Throw a 16 year old around. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that was, I don't know. Yeah, so um, moving on from this, I mean, I don't know. I don't think any, I, I'm just uh, just drinking heavily right now. That's, so that's the way this, this is going to go for probably next week, too. Yeah. So the good news is next week's Atlanta. That is good news. <laughs> Thank <laughs> goodness. Great news. <laughs> if there was game if there was any team Atlanta, I want to see after two losses, it's Atlanta in front of 50,000 screaming Atlanta fans. Yeah, we won't we won't draw seventy. No. Marco Fabian. Marco won't, won't draw that many. Yeah, what? I, yeah, I I don't know what the Hispanic population is in Atlanta, but maybe he could draw sixty. Maybe, but yeah. So that's going to be rough. So we could. What's the drive from Virginia? We should drive down there. Right now? Well, no. Let's wait till <laughs> next week. Let's wait till next Let's week. Go. Let's go. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's eight hours. It's probably, yeah. it's probably not. It's not very doable. Yeah. Wife probably won't like that. Um, so next week, hopefully we'll see Aronson or Fabian's red card will be overpeeled. Yeah. Or overruled. That's exciting. I, I really want to see Aronson play. He yeah. was supposed to get in the first game, but after, what was it? The second goal, I guess they called right. it off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, really cool to see him. See how he does in an MLS game. Uh, there's another thing we haven't talked about. Oh, do you want anything else? You want to say about this, this game? We kind of rambled yeah, and I, went back and yeah, it just it just kind of sucks. I, I if if you yeah. have any feeling other than it's sucking, it I don't know. Yeah, that's really the, the takeaway as a fan. Like, it's just it just sucks to lose two games in a row in the right when the season starts. And we kind of knew that last week was a good chance. Yeah, and we blew that, and then this week we're was... We're going to a couple of tough, tough games. I knew there was a poll that uh, Union Soccer Podcast put out asking, what do you think of the result for today? And a lot of people are choosing win or tie. And then, I don't know. Yeah. Just over-optimistic, over which is good. I mean, you want your you want to believe your team can win. Yeah, it's still early. You, you want to have a good feeling about your team. And, and I, I still think that there's we have a good team, and we could put together some good games we just are still figuring it out so yeah thankfully thankfully nyc and dc tied zero zero yeah we had some really favorable eastern conference results this whole week so that's something we just need to get some actual points yeah um so a big move well i don't know would you consider a big move i think so so the union um i'm just looking at the standings so if so right now the standings are Columbus is in first place with D.C. Both have only four points. Toronto and Montreal have three. Grant, Toronto didn't play this week. Um, 
so we're right now we're in last place. That's oh, shocker. Fine. Shocker. Um, major league shocker. Um, <laughs> Cincinnati should be dropped below us in a second, but say we win. Well, crap. We got Atlanta. Okay, but three points are going to put us back above the red line. Oh boy! <laughs> I'm just if just saying. The season ended next week. If the season <laughs> ended next week and we won, we would potentially be in the playoffs. But I'm just saying, just like think about other that. other teams aren't running away with it yet. Yeah, no, the Eastern Conference isn't isn't that strong this year, and we 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 were thinking that going into the season that that's what was going to be the case, and it seems like that's what's happening. Yeah, so team, we'll be we have a good shot of getting back into everything. Yeah, I was about to list teams in front of us. That we could potentially jump, it's but everyone. ev- everyone's in front of us right yeah. now, so it's it's fine. It's 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 week two. We have plenty of time. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, let's talk about. We almost got into this topic. Jamiro Montero. Montero. Yeah. Oh man, he this is what our good. team needs. Goodness gracious! If you have not watched this highlight reel, um, go and find it. It is I've one of the better highlight reels I've I've seen. Yeah. Granted, I'm a we're both defensive kind of players, so we like a good tackle, a good uh, getting stuck in on the ball and winning yeah. it and playing it. Um, yeah. But he he's, looks really, really good on the ball. He made, he made some great passes in those highlight reels, and uh, he just looks good. He he looks really technical. He he's kind of has that kind of – seems like he's has some good speed. He's able to cover a lot of ground. Just kind of the kind of guy that we could really – really used in this midfield where we're still figuring things out and need some kind of hole, hole fillers and guys that can kind of cover for other guys while we're still figuring out this new system. Yeah, it seems like a guy can really get in and shoulder a guy off the ball, kind of get his body between the man and the ball, yeah. and that's, I mean, as a six, that's that's kind of what you want, and whether he's playing a six or an eight, someone to disrupt their play, really active, kind of like a fast, you, you could say kind of looks like Fafa yeah. out there, but kind of a defensive Fafa, which would be he kind of looks built like Fafa and the kind mm-hmm. of short but strong kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So, as w- so with the union, I, I don't really know where their their heads are at as far as okay, we want to be a team that builds for the academy. We want to get young guys in here. We want we want to play our homegrowns. Yet we sign a guy, Montero. Yeah, who, I know who's yeah, going to be kind of like tough. a deep find, like, like kind a of Kai Wagner, like. All right, we've got Matt Real. We're, we've got a homegrown left back. We're excited about him. And then we signed Kai Wagner. Sure. So what, what are your thoughts on where where the union lies as far as that? Yeah, no. So when, when we initially signed Montero, I felt kind of like, ah, this sucks. Jones isn't going to play. Fontana probably will never play. That's, I, I don't really want to see them play. That, that kind of, it's a bummer. But then I saw his highlights, and it's like, then I realized it's not just about seeing the guys we want to play play. It's about playing really good soccer and getting results and bringing players like Montero and even what we've seen from Kai Wagner, he's a really quality player. That's what matters is, is getting that, uh, the best team possible for to start for this team. You know, it's, it's, it's a great story to get homegrown in the, into the game and, you know, local guys, but it's, it's really at the end of the day, it's about results and getting wins. So if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Yeah. It totally makes sense. I think, I don't know. Um, should the union look to unload homegrowns like, a, it's, a a Derek Jones or something? I mean, if he's, if he's not going to play, if Craval's starting ahead of him, 
but then we're signing a Montero. Should, should we, in your opinion, should we look to uh, see, see if we can get any value from uh, Derek Jones? I don't know. Maybe. Like, it seems like he had value last year. He had some punchers from other MLS teams uh, last year. I don't know. It's it's tough because to, to really value a guy that doesn't get a lot of playing time, but he has a lot of potential. So I, I think if it's possible, maybe send him somewhere to get playing time. But as long as it's – I don't want to send him to, like, a USL team is, is really the only thing. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I want him to go to a first division team either in MLS or in Europe. That'd be great. Oh, if it was a second division team in Europe, that might be different. But, <laughs> <laughs> but just to so see you, that so you're okay a if good, we sell a good a good good level of of team that he can actually play in mm-hmm. is really all that all I really want for them. Gotcha. Yeah. So if, if we sell him to Liverpool, you're okay with that? I guess so. You guess so. <laughs> 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 I begrudgingly think that's okay. Um. So yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully Montero comes in. Mon- Montero, how are we going to pronounce that? We'll, Pronou- s- we'll see what the announcer says. Yeah, what we'll, we'll, we'll hear from the professionals. Yeah, um, so we'll see how see how he comes in. He might start uh, Columbus, the, our next our next home game, yeah, which will be awesome. We'll, we'll be going to. We'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah, can't wait, can't wait. We'll be up there for that. Yeah, driving up from Virginia. Um, so we also might. Uh, Right now, right now we're watching. Sorry, we're watching the, the Steel game. If you're watching that game, Birmingham versus the Steel. Uh, right now, still zero zero. But Luke, Luke had an interesting point about watching the Steel. Yeah. So to me, like watching a Union game is uh, it's what I look forward to every week. But it's so stressful and and gives me makes me anxious just because it's you know you, you care so much as a fan. But then watching a steel game, you, while you still care, it, it feels more easy to enjoy because it's just, even if they lose, it's like, all right, well, these guys are getting a lot of experience. They're getting a lot of, they're learning how to, what it's like to play in a professional game. And it's, it's a little different mentality, but it's, it's so, it just feels more enjoyable to watch it. Oh, and we just scored. Look at that. Hold on. I'm fine. Darn it. Ages could be a little slower than mine, but uh, still just scored. What minute are you in? uh, 52nd. I'm 50. I'm still in the 50th. (laughs) Uh, Wait, uh, maybe someone else. So I saw Matt Real take a corner. So yeah, like you're saying, like it's just fun to watch because it's Mm -hmm. it's it's more just about the soccer and watching a team that you're connected to play soccer, and it's that's just easy to watch rather than getting so much anxiety of Mm -hmm. watching your team inevitably lose. Or something happens. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's I mean just, yeah, yeah. That was Prisbilka just scored. Wow, cool! I can't, I can't nice. wait till my stream catches up. <laughs> but yeah, I totally get that. Um, yeah, like a guy like Matt Real, I see him uh, two minutes behind, but he's taking corner kicks, taking free kicks. Yeah. He's he's really really establishing himself as a a leader on this team, and then to have him eventually rise to the first team, that, that'll be pretty cool to have a player like that who. It's kind of got a hopefully a leadership mentality coming up. Yeah, and then seeing a guy like Ben FMU, who's like, he seems like the next Austin Trusty, a big big center back who looks really 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 good, and could I could easily see him getting to the first team maybe next year if like, I, if ideally we maybe we sell Mackenzie or Trusty to Europe for some money, and then FMU could be, slide in right behind them as the next academy guy to 
to fill in. Like that'd be, that's such a, an awesome, an ideal system to, to have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought Trusty showed some, some different things today. I feel like he, he showed where he's, he's very good. Like he, he could get the ball and kind of beat a guy. Oh, there's a goal. Oh, Prince <laughs> Fifty second minute. I'm there. All right. <laughs> a real striker's finish. Um, uh, trusty. Yeah. I thought, I thought trusty showed, I mean, he could get the ball and he could beat a guy one-on-one from the back, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But then, uh, he also was pretty culpable on their, their first goal. He lost the initial ball and then yeah, he tracking back. He was the one who obviously clearance. Yeah. So, so he kind of had an up and down, up and down game. I feel like that's kind of been, unfortunately, a little bit of his career. Yeah, he's yeah he's a guy. He's so strong and and he's he's good positional awareness. It just feels like he sometimes he gets like caught up in his, like tripped on his feet. I don't know. Like he, his footwork doesn't seem to be as polished as maybe McKenzie's is. That he just kind of like gets caught in weird positions that he has to either foul or or he misses a ball or I don't know. There's some some uh just lack of quality and, and those kind of those kind of moments that kind of kills us yeah um so hopefully hopefully uh mackenzie i mean would you ideally who would your two center backs be would, would i mean ideally mckenzie, mckenzie and trusty yeah i i do like elliot though whenever elliot plays like he looked like i would say he was a better center back this game so I I don't know I I never am upset seeing Elliot in the lineup right. It's just I I like to see maybe more of a a consistent like rotation of those three mm-hmm. or just sticking with two that are playing their at their best at the moment and I don't know. Yeah no totally agree I, uh, and hopefully hopefully Mackenzie can get in soon. It's yeah. a it's a shame he's been so hit by injuries. It seems like he's stuff. Yeah, I'd say probably the one with the most potential moving forward. Yeah, he definitely has the most hype around him, or or more hype than Trusty to like be the next center back to like break into the, maybe the national team or get a good European signing or whatever. Yeah, um, so I'm I'm done talking about that. Uh, transition <laughs> hashtag transition. I'm done talking about. It. <laughs> Do you have anything else? Salad you want to break. Say? Uh, this weekend, CJ Sapong scored yeah. his second goal for the Fire in as yep. many games, and then also I don't know if you saw, but Marcus Epps scored for Red Bull too. Okay. So that's cool. It's kind of kind of neat to see see our players scoring goals. I mean, it's, it hopefully Sapong doesn't. CJ scored the most CJ Sapong goals. It was a, uh, the first goal was like a intercepted, a back, intercepted pass. A back pass mm-hmm. and got around. And the second goal was just a header that he fought for. Just and those header. are like, if he was wearing a union jersey, that would, that would be a highlight from last year. It just, it looks so much like the goals he kind of scores. It's just like he fights for a goal or he scraps around for a goal. It's, it's nothing that he like creates or is a big shot. I don't know. It's just like he scraps for a goal. Yeah. So, so what's your point? That's just, I don't know. I don't, that's, I don't know. That's just, it just looks. Yeah, it's classic like, it's CJ. Like, that's the kind of player he is. It doesn't seem yeah. like he's playing. It's just kind of the pl- player he is. It doesn't seem like he's playing better. Like, we, it's not like we're losing. We know where we're losing. It's, I don't know. It's not. Yeah, we lost the guy who's, yeah, I got you. Okay, okay. Yeah. Who plays hard, who works works for everything he gets. And, and uh, yeah, he scored two goals that he definitely kind of 
earned. I mean, he the intercepted back pass. He, yeah, that was, he was in the that right was spot. More on a mistake, but yeah, he finished it off. Yeah, and then the header, he he rose up and put yeah. the ball on goal. I mean, we saw Jack Elliott miss a header today, yeah. which was something that I don't know, we need. Um, and then Marcus Epps, he he received the ball probably about thirty yards out, took a couple dribbles, then kind of curled it over the keeper. Keeper was kind of out. Nice. And so it was, a, it was a nice little goal. So it's cool to see. He's good. He's seen. He's seen uh, he definitely has a place in professional mm-hmm. soccer. He's he's good enough. I think the big thing to take away is when you when you're training against Andre Blake all the time, you're going to get pretty good at finishing. And That's now true. our teams go, our our guys go away, and their goal scoring abilities are off the charts. Yeah. Um. So so the last thing that I kind of this is kind of away from soccer, but kind of about stadium experience and. We're a fan podcast, so talking about some fan experience is the Sons of Ben. This kind of came up from the It's Always Soccer in Philadelphia podcast. They, uh, who was this guest? John uh, Russ? Russ, yeah, Russ. Something. Russ John, yeah. Um, he, he talked about how he wasn't exactly thrilled with the Sons of Ben. And then that podcast, someone retweeted it and tweet about how they agreed with his opinion that the Sons of Ben were kind of, I'll just say less than impressive. And then a bunch of people started commenting about how they kind of agreed with that. And it came out that uh, they weren't as welcoming as, as they could be. And some people have had some bad experiences on the road with them. And then Adam Booth came on and he was, a, he's a really good, um, Seems like their main like kind of capo guy. Yeah, yeah, real good, like good. Uh, diplomat for for the Sons of Ben. Where he's mm-hmm. coming in and he was like the fan of the year last year. He's awesome, awesome union or Sons of Ben representative. Yeah, so it was kind of an interesting conversation to hear about that because uh, we we've kind of had a little bit of experience with them where we've gone to a bar and we kind of felt like okay maybe we didn't we're, we're not a part of this. Yeah, that yeah they got their kind of deal, and then we're just two other guys who yeah. are both have matching shirts as them jerseys, but we might not be in their little clique. Right. And so it was kind of an interesting, interesting discussion based on Twitter, which is kind of where we get a lot of our interactions. Um, people saying like the tailgates aren't the most welcoming. So, but then Adam, Adam Booth kind of said, Hey, if you have any issues, please message me. And so hopefully, hopefully we're going to see a little improvement from the sons of Ben. And hopefully a positive discussion. Yeah. Trying to, I'd say I'd say it definitely started out as a negative where they they kind of were I w- I'm not going to say bashing but kind of just saying like hey this is not what we expect from our main supporters right. group and then I mean no one wants to give off that kind of impression right and then it turned into kind of a positive discussion of hey what can we do better and message me and hopefully he's got the voice within the group to make things be better because this team obviously was started because of having a big yeah, soccer right. following, a big group in Philly that, that wanted a soccer it. soccer team, and all of a sudden we got the Philadelphia Union, and so we want that group to be as positive as possible, and, and inclusive as possible, and, and kind of rally new fans and existing fans to like keep with this team and be, you know, the great fan base that, that, that any Philly fan, any Philly team has that. I, I don't know. I feel like we could still improve in that, in that way. Yeah, definitely. So 
it was just kind of an interesting uh, Twitter read. If you're on Twitter, go ahead and check it out. And there's some good conversation. There's also some conversation that was uh, not as positive. Um, so, so yeah, it was definitely an eye-opener as uh, fans from Virginia who definitely have debated joining the Sons of Ben. So, mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe our next home game we'll go to the Sons of Ben tailgate, yeah. check it out, see what we can... See what we think. See, yeah. See if there's any... We'd love to talk to people and hang out with people, drink with people. Yeah. I mean, that's really the main thing. What, we, what we've been doing with this with this podcast, with our, our tweeting, we're just trying to make new connections with the fans and make give kind of a, a positive voice to this team. Yeah, we definitely have limited abilities since we're in Virginia. So yeah. when we get up there, we definitely want to make it at the, the most that we can. So, right. yeah, we'll be up in two weeks to see the Columbus game. Hopefully... Hopefully we'll be sitting on not zero points after three games, but hopefully we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully we'll get our goal in the run of play. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah, so that's that's about as much as uh, I want to say about say. that. Yeah. So rough Sunday, a rough afternoon. Union losing two zero. Ref with some questionable calls. Fabian with a questionable red. Yeah, but. It, Overall, a slight improvement from week one, so hopefully we get more improvement for week three. Yeah, we're definitely... I, I definitely think we're improving. I, I just hope we're improving at a rate that allows us to catch up to the rest of the East, which is kind of moving slow as well. Yeah, we're due. We're due for we're due. a goal, maybe. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Um, this is AJ. This is Luke. Thanks for... This was Doobie Brothers Podcast. Let us know listening. what you think, and enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks.